Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Financial Fridays on the 2021 Labor Day edition of Financial Friday, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align. And man, do we have a great show for you today. We've got a recap of what went on in August, both here and offshore. We have some financial planning topics that tie right into the theme of Labor Day. If you own your own business, or have employees or labor for your money, you're going to love that. And we have some great email questions that came in as well regarding some financial planning topics that we will address. But as is customary, our first segment, we take a deep dive on what's happened in the market. Uh, And we've had a pretty good week uh, through Thursday's trading uh, on pretty much all the indexes as they push up towards new highs. Interest rates uh, are about where they were just a week ago. And The only thing that's crept up in the picture has been lumber prices. So let's take a deep dive and look a little bit more into these numbers. Uh, The NASDAQ composite is over 15,000 at 15,331. Thursday, it put in a fresh uh, record high at 15,380. The S&P 500 also put in a new high before backing off those numbers on Thursday at 45,45. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, keeps lumbering along at 35,443. And it's high for the year uh, was about 200 points higher, and that might be something um, that uh, comes back into focus. Keep in mind, the Dow Jones is kind of a funky index in that it's a combination of all the stock prices. So if uh, some of the more expensive stocks get uh, dollar moves that aren't necessarily high percentage moves, uh, the Dow Jones may see its numbers uh, um get eclipsed. You know, one stock to put into focus just for, let's call it, uh, you know, uh, measurement purposes is Amazon. Uh, most people, uh, they know Amazon's been a pretty good company. Uh, the stock was at 3267 uh, January 4th to start the year. It's about uh, almost $200 higher than that now at 34.63. And if you kind of do the quick math, uh, what you get is about a 6% return out of the jumbo tech stocks. Uh, that is probably the weakest performer year to date uh, from a price appreciation standpoint. With interest rates where they are, tech stocks have continued to do well, and you'll hear about all-stars such as Google, NVIDIA, and some of the other uh, main suspects if you look at any type of um, top-performing year-to-date stock report. One thing to keep in mind with interest rates where they are in the 10-year at 1.29% after Thursday's trading. The 30-year Treasury is at about 1.9, right on right on the button. Are these rates have been in place, especially on the 10-year now, for the better part of several months, uh, really kind of going back to July. Uh, now we're getting about you know 60 days into this trading range of about 1.15 to 1.35 on the 10-year. And Traditionally, the lower the interest rates are, the better that is for tech. And once those interest rates start moving up, um, you might see investors flock to different types of stocks, such as financials or industrials. Uh, In the commodity patch, let's look at crude oil. West Texas crude uh, went out Thursday at 69.71. It's staging a little bit of a comeback, but is in a tight trading range. Um, You know, mid-August, before the Afghanistan uh, debacle, Oil had gone down on West Texas crude to the 62s, mid-62s. Uh, highs for the year uh, of where we are, about, uh, you know, call it 
76.98. So that's been in a pretty good trading range, and we'll see next week if crude oil prices can uh, can get over the mark. Gasoline had come down, but I would expect you might see that at the pump start going back up. Our commodity du jour uh, that we discuss at length uh, is lumber. Lumber has staged a pretty good comeback this week, now trading at about $576 a share. Uh, remember, the recent floor was about 460 so that's about a 20, uh, 25% increase just in a few weeks with lumber prices as they continue to be volatile, to say the least. As I said, we have a great show for you this Labor Day. Uh, if you get a chance, you know, get out, be safe, uh, enjoy the great weather that has come to middle America. We've had a cool down after we kind of got the uh, heat dome off our backs from earlier in the week. Uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor. Uh, relax, be safe, and listen to the rest of our great show. We'll be back after words from our sponsors, and you're listening to Align Wealth Management's Financial Fridays. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to the Labor Day 2021 edition of Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm Drew Watson, your host, a private wealth advisor with Align Wealth Management. And in today's second segment, we'll take a deeper dive into the market fundamentals and what happened uh, in August. And August was kind of a tale of, uh, you know, the first two and a half weeks of the month versus the last week and a half. Some of that uh, had to do with uh, geopolitical events uh, that uh, happened in Afghanistan, but others were some market fundamentals. Uh, scorecard, uh, if you look at it, commodities did have a uh, you know had a rough uh, rough month led by Brent Brent oil prices had a huge sell off in August. Uh, relatively speaking, uh, the global seven to ten year Treasury index had a big sell off as well as corporate bonds and. The normal treasury index in the U.S., uh, euro versus the, the dollar was down, gold was down, Chinese equities in mass were down, high-yield corporates here in the U.S., and industrial metals uh, were all down. What did well? Well, your lead dog was uh, Japan. Uh, Japanese equities did uh, very, very well. Uh, if you've ever watched the movie Spinal Tap, you know they were big in Japan, and, and obviously um, – so were stocks. Uh, the emerging markets outside of Chinese equities did well, followed by the U.S. broad-based indexes. Uh, and really, uh, say, a trade basket of uh, U.S. US dollar investments. But, um, you know, the market moves suggest that there was uh, 
a little bit more risk appetite in August than it had improved. Commodities and fixed income were among the financial assets, as I mentioned, that experienced the greatest losses. Uh, in particular, uh, Brent crude suffered the largest abnormal decline. However, this performance does not reflect the dominant dynamics throughout the month, as nearly all the drop in crude oil prices occurred on the first trading day in August, during which uh, North Sea Brent collapsed 5%. Meanwhile, the sell-off in safe haven assets such as U.S. and global sovereign bonds and gold uh, is a mirror image of their performance in July. This shift reflects some easing in global growth fears and investors' expectation that the Fed and other major central banks are preparing for or already in the process of removing monetary accommodation, which should push bond yields up over the coming year. There was a big speech um, this week in Jackson Hole uh, by Fed Chairman Powell, and uh, he stated again they're going to start uh, dropping off some of the uh, bond purchases anytime. Equities' robust performance is consistent with dissipating worries about the outlook for global growth. Japanese, U.S., and emerging market Boris's led global stocks in terms of experiencing the greatest abnormal gains. While all major global regions enjoyed above-average return, the United Kingdom and Chinese stocks posted relatively meager gains versus their historical averages. Although I expect um, the ex-U.S. equities to outperform the U.S. peers on a 12-month horizon, an underweight allocation of Chinese stocks continues to be uh, what the chorus is singing uh, due to the regulatory crackdown that's taking place uh, from the Beijing government. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollar, or the old greenback as I call it, managed to squeak out positive abnormal gains in both trade-weighted terms as well as relative to the euro. However, the dollar is a counter-cyclical currency and therefore stands to weaken whenever the global economy is growing at an elevated clip. So if we're thinking the market's going to go up, especially the global markets, uh, that's bearish for the dollar. Uh, if you look at you know other headlines, uh, there is kind of a contradictory signal from U.S. Purchasing Managers Index. Uh, the ISM and the PMI sent a somewhat contradictory signal about U.S. manufacturing in August. The ISM index accelerated to 59.9, beating expectations it would lose one percentage point. Meanwhile, the PMI softened to 61.1 from July 63.4. Conflicting messages from the two PMI providers, that's not uncommon. In fact, August divergence is the sixth such occurrence in the past year alone. That said, the ISM appears to have demonstrated superior leading qualities this year. It peaked in March, which accurately forecasted the April top in U.S. industrial production growth. Meanwhile, the market PMI continued to climb higher to July. Putting aside these differences, both measures are near 60 and therefore ultimately indicated that manufacturing activity is expanding and remains in a healthy state despite the Delta-induced rise in COVID-19 infections. Encouragingly, the ISM's new orders and production component both accelerated in August. However, respondents' comments reveal that supply-side challenges continue to restrain production capacity. So the message from U.S. manufacturing remains in favor of an outperformance in stocks relative to bonds. And finally, we'll look at China. You know, we, you know, I've kind of been hard on those, that country, but is this a deja vu of 2018 or 19 all over again? And as their policy shifts to a cross-cyclical stance, it's gained more of the market attention since late July. And there are signs that this approach even emerged before the pandemic. 
During the height of the 2018-19 U.S.-China trade war, policymakers responded to the economic shocks from import tariffs with much more measured stimulus than in the previous cycles. President Xi repeatedly used the, quote, long march, unquote, analogy during the trade war, warning Chinese citizens to prepare for protractive hardships stemming from conflict with the U.S., the metaphor had important market implications because the attitude was fundamental on how the government handled the cyclical slowdown in 18 and 19. The current policy backdrop resembles the situation in the second half of 2018, while the central bank has kept interest rates at historically low levels and preeminently cut the repurchase rate in July. Lending standards remain tight and shadow bank credit re continues to shrink. A resurgence in domestic COVID-19 cases and a severe flood in central China in July and August represent exogenous shocks that occurred when the economy was losing steam. Hence, there are higher odds authorities will provide some support in response to these exogenous shocks. However, the recurring battle against COVID-19 and the lingering tensions with the U.S. have likely prompted Chinese top leadership to extend their cross-cycle strategy. Officials may feel that a modest easing in both monetary and fiscal policies will be sufficient to offset the current economic weakness without overstimulating the economy. You've been listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and we will be back in 60 seconds. When today is unpredictable... You need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and I'm a private wealth advisor with Align Wealth Management. And as we said at the top of the show, this is the Labor Day 2021 extravaganza. And if you're laboring, especially in your own small business, this third segment where we focus on financial planning topics is especially right up your alley. Now, typically what we're going to talk about today will have to do with expenses related to operating a business and being able to benchmark those against industry averages. Because uh, as our CFO always said, an accounting number without anything to frame it against or use as a measurement against is really worthless. And uh, that's, that's sage advice. And if you have any type of business, I don't care if you're coming up like I did, cutting grass every day, uh, operating a beauty shop, uh, operating any business, uh, those are the two I'm most familiar with with my family. You want to have metrics of what things should be costing and where your expenses fall. And if you have any type of strong deviation from the industry averages, there better be a pretty good um, good line of thought there. You know, one thing I, I think we can always look at is when you start at the top line, the top line is your income. And a lot of times when people evaluate businesses, not enough time is spent there. 
within the income line item, know if you have different sources of income coming in. Uh, if it's something that comes in every week or every month and it's a routine customer and it's renewal income, you know, separate that out so you know that's different than, say, a one-off large ticket you might have received uh, due to the pandemic or due to uh, items that aren't very uh, uh, what I would call standard income items that may have come in just due to special circumstances. As a financial advisor, we've seen a lot of businesses that have not planned well because they just look at their income as one item, not realizing that maybe a lot of income came in in one year or in two years due to special circumstances, such maybe if you're a roofer and we've had the hailstorm uh, somewhere or a windstorm, uh, those aren't every year items, so we don't need to probably budget for the business. Uh, likewise, other businesses, especially businesses that are into foreclosures, uh, it'd be very difficult to build your business plan around a 2008 and nine scenario where businesses are going out of uh, business uh, left and right. And, and it, it's a, you know, the optimum area or optimum year for foreclosure specialists. So separate out your income into what type of income it is. And especially if it is a uh, out of left field or very unusual line item, make a note of that. So you have your income uh, set up accordingly. Now, you know, you're going to have a lot more uh, entries for your expenses and uh, if you work for yourself, I, I do believe you pay yourself first. You know, make one good line item, officer's compensation. That's going to be you and whoever else maybe run the business for you. Then have another line item for all other compensation. So these may be um, lower-level people in the organization, uh, people that may not be um, either licensed or the ability to do staff, sometimes in a medical practice or dental facility. Uh, the physicians will be the officers and the non-licensed uh, uh, providers uh, or staff uh, have another compensation item. You know, and th the next item would be payroll taxes. You want to look at how much your payroll costs you, uh, and tax-wise compared to say national averages. I know where our footprint is for Align Wealth Management, we're almost uh, fifty percent higher um, than uh, the national average for taxes. So, um, and that's with an office in Tennessee that has no state income taxes. So you can. Bet your ears, if you're listening, live in the state of Kentucky, you know what I mean. Uh, if you provide any other types of uh, health insurance benefit for employees, that's a good line item. Uh, if you provide life insurance for your employees and or a retirement plan, uh, those are all really good line items. If you have multiple retirement plans, separate those out, where you may have a 401k line item for a match, and then the profit-sharing contribution um, follows suit. And then a catch-all for all other employee benefits. This could be anything from cancer policies or, or anything else you provide. You can have line items on expenses for any type of continuing education that has to come in, as well as contracted service uh, and contract labor if you use any 1099 employees. Uh, we always believe to sharpening the saw no matter what business you're in, uh, getting that professional development is a, is a key piece of what we do, and that should be a line item. Now, here's one where you can have some flexibility, and it's rental expense. If you own your own building, essentially, you're your own landlord. So, you know, nationally, um, most rent expenses is, is probably three and a half to five and a half uh, percent of gross revenues. If you own your own building, 
this number can be bigger. Essentially, you're moving money from one hand or one pocket to the other. So um, you know that's something to be aware of uh, in your expenses. Obviously, there's telephone and internet connectivity charges as well, uh, repair and maintenance in your facilities, uh, and general liability insurance. Uh, that typically comes in at about 0.64 of revenue. Uh, your other what I would call professional expenses, such as accounting, legal, uh, et cetera, you know, those are line items, as well as kind of a good computer and technology expense. We also have, you know, you can set up uh, minor expenses such as office supplies, postage, delivery charges, dues and subscriptions, um, charitable contributions, other taxes and licenses, and such miscellaneous. Uh, then when you get into marketing, you know, it's really good to kind of have things uh, spread out, um, meals and entertainment if you're taking clients to to dinner or lunch, um, automobile expenses related to that, travel expenses, client development or gifts, advertising and promotion, uh, all those can come in and give you a total expense line item. Now, depending on the business that, you, that you're that you in, there'll be national averages for what percentage of, um, you know, of your income is a, what considered to be kind of an inline, you know, net, net profit. Uh, you know, some businesses, the net profit, you may be doing great if you're making 5 or 10%. Other businesses, it may be 50%. So you'll know your business and know where you are within that benchmark. You know, at a recent um, examination of some numbers in, in businesses and in finance, you know, what we found is, you know, we're probably pretty good. We're within a half a percent of national averages uh, on both expenses and that income. So, you know, if you're running a tight ship on where you should be, that's great. If the numbers are skewed or you have really what we would call uh, – totally out of left field expenses, understand one, is that a recurring expense? Uh, if so, how can you reduce it? What's causing it? If it's not a recurring expense, look back to what made it happen and how can you provision for that expense? Um, if it's not an everyday expense, but eventually you know it's going to have to happen, like a new roof on a building, uh, maybe you need new uh, to upgrade your facilities every once in a while and amortize those expenses over time. That's a good way to help your cash flow and understand where you are at all times running your business. And as we said, it is Labor Day weekend, and and never forget, pay yourself first, uh, because that's a key. You know, you're running your business, you need to be rewarded for the fruits of your labor. So that's also a pretty good, um, pretty good way to look at what you are being paid as it relates to um, the part of your profits and definitely, um, you know, make sure you're paying yourself fairly because sometimes as business owners, um, you'll have yourself make sacrifices, uh, when in fact maybe other cuts could be made, um, and you don't have to bear the burden of all the sacrifices, uh, unilaterally. You can look for ways to kind of spread those expenses out over certain areas. And if you get a situation where you know the cost just isn't meeting, giving you the benefits it needs, uh, like a lease, um, never be afraid to kind of look outside the box to see how you can right-size your expenses or right-size your business. Keep in mind, there's no business like new business, and large gross revenue can offset a multiple of sins on the expense side. But if you always watch your expenses, you're going to have money continuing to flow in the door uh, from month to month and day to day.
As we stated on the open, we wish you a happy Labor Day weekend. And you've been listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. We'll be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is our mailbag segment, or should I say the email bag segment of our show that we uh, we do at the end of each show every week. And this was a little bit of a, of a heavy heart. Uh, you know, if you've been anywhere, you've noticed what's gone on in Afghanistan, and uh, you know that we had service members uh, that uh, fell, um, uh, killed in action over there uh, this week due to a, a terrorist attack. And the question comes in, and we've worked with uh, multiple uh, what we call Gold Star families, is, you know, what options are available uh, for military families um, in the event that uh, one of their family members um, loses their life uh, in action and... Um, or disabled in action, and um, or as President Lincoln said, have given their last full measure of devotion for this nation. Uh, back in 2008, there was a uh, uh, an act of Congress called the Hart Act, which stands for the Heroes Earnings Assistance and Relief Tax Act of 2008, that provides a lot of special, um, you know, tax provisions for. Uh, either individuals or their surviving spouses or families of individuals uh, who are either disabled um, for more than 30 days or uh, they lose their life while on active duty for the U.S. military. One thing I, I would suggest is um, if ever this happens, you want to definitely seek out a certified financial planner and one that has expertise in navigating the Hard Act. Uh, on the Align team, uh, we have a gentleman coming on board out of Tennessee, uh, ex-Special Forces, a decorated veteran, uh, and he is just that, an expert in the Hard Act. Through my career, we've worked with families on this, and one of the things that is most advantageous in the Hard Act is it does provide for the ability to, in essence, do a supersize Roth IRA. Um, you know, there's many other pieces to the Hard Act, but that does give the beneficiaries a way to have that person's life insurance or other benefits grow tax deferred, really for the rest of the beneficiary's life. And uh, it's something not to be overlooked. 
unfortunately, we have seen some you know, situations where advisors didn't know the full range of benefits available to the uh, service members and haven't used uh, these tools probably to the best of their ability. But definitely with the HEART Act, uh, there are a lot of loopholes that should go a long way. And if you or your loved ones need this, uh, you you know, you would want to um, for sure contact an advisor who has this type of an experience um, in order to make sure uh, everything is done correctly and all the benefits are maximized uh, for the loved ones of the fallen service member. Also, there's a lot of other uh, VA benefits that go on long after uh, someone's been in the military and there are experts that all they deal with is VA situations. I recommend you you contact them as um, those rules uh, are somewhat dependent on where you served, uh, when you served, how long you've served. I actually, probably in my practice, have more uh, you know um, experience with this with Vietnam era veterans, and, and depending on where you were and how active your duty was and where you were stationed. Uh, made the uh, ability to get certain benefits either easy or impossible. So in dealing with military benefits, Veterans Administration benefits, you definitely, it pays to work with an advisor that is an expert on this, and it will help you navigate all those benefits uh, as expertly as possible. And if you are a Gold Star spouse or family out there and listening to this show, uh, all of us at Align want to thank you and salute you and your loved one for their service to this great nation, the United States of America. God bless, and have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. We will be back, same time, same channel, next week. This is WOMI Owensboro.